It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to WCT.FM, talk radio like no other. God, I love the station. Program loaded and ready. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be. You are listening to The Supernatural Realm with your host, Tim Roxbury and Chip Reichenthal. You can find uh, Supernatural Realm Radio on Spotify, Podbean, TuneIn, Stitcher, CastBox, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Podcast Player, Google Podcast. And for more information, go to our free website at butlerghosthunter.wixsite.com forward slash Supernatural Realm. For more information, Chip, are you there, buddy? Tim, I sure am. Uh, honored to be with the great Tim Roxbury, you know, the great Tim Roxbury now. The great <laughs> Tim Roxbury. And this is an exciting day for us. It really is because it's potpourri time. Now, we had a scheduled guest, but they're on a train right now. Remember that old Savoy Brown blues band song, Train to Nowhere? Probably not. You guys aren't old enough. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, maybe he yeah. is, you know. It's Potpourri Day. We're going to uh, interview each other and may give the masterman a tarot reading, perhaps, you know, depending on how much, you know, he, he wants 
oh, of it on air. <laughs> hey, whatever. As long as it doesn't get too personal, I'm little, I'm good. Yeah, and we got the crazy Cajun along for the ride today. So yeah, you know, it's a beautiful. So we night. can all interview each other. So it's like American roulette. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And we got storms in Western PA, you know. So who knows? Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. I'll get disconnected here. So maybe it's well, a good thing. Well, that's right. Yeah, you got storms coming, man. Tornado yeah. watches, storms, and all this you other. Got the, uh, is it a warning or a watch? You got tornado it. watch. We had uh, thunderstorm warning since about two this afternoon, and now right. they just issued a flood warning here a little bit ago. So it's oh, all kind of nasty well, crap you, out there. It's not going to flood you. You're on the third floor. You got nothing to worry oh, I'm about. Up, I'm up on a hill on the south side, so we'll be all right over here. Ah, yeah. See, hills are good. Especially yep. in, in flood situations. That's why I always live upstairs wherever I go and on a hill. Yep, that's yeah. it. Third floor on a hill. Can't beat it. You, you don't get flooded you, out. You don't want to come down here then because there's <laughs> no, no we second do. or we third don't. floor. <laughs> no, thank you. you know, I'd love to visit Louisiana someday, but not, not during like, I've, hurricane I've seen, season. I've seen too many people on roofs down there <laughs> during hurricanes. I don't know if I want that. Yeah, and uh, you know. I, I don't know if I could, how, how I'd be living through one of those. I've been fortunate. We had Hurricane Sandy, you know, near us. I'm in, I'm in upstate New York, and it was mostly downstate. But my, my sister's husband was in Staten Island, so we had to go visit him. The, the, as soon as they opened the thruway again, we went down to visit. And it was like a war zone. I mean, I, it's very unsettling, you know. I had a lot of friends who uh, left at home. Actually, actually uh, you know, from our favorite show, the Dead Files, Steve yeah, Shavi got hit. And um, Dr. Lori Nadell, who we've had as a guest, I think both shows, right? Yeah, she was on Supernatural Realm. And she was on Shameless Plug, kind, Kindness Beyond the Veil, which is on this very network every Monday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, yeah, Dr. Lori Nadell was actually uh, hit hard by Hurricane Sandy. Wow. And Doug, I don't know if you were hit during Katrina or how affected you or how close that was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I went down there after we got back and I did a few days. Uh, I'm not going to get into that because okay. <laughs> too nasty of a scene picking up bodies. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, it's, let, it's, let's just say we had 4,000 body bags. Oh, oh nice. Wow. wow. Well, you know. Well, that's a conversation killer right there. <laughs> hey, and we're on radio, so, you know, we yeah. can't do that. <laughs> no. We're dead air today. Hey, Chip, who we do we have? Used two. We only used a couple hundred. Of Is that yeah. all? Oh, man. Mm. Hey, Chip, who do we have filling in on Thursday? I don't remember. Who do we have filling in? Yeah. I don't know. I'll be here, so I don't think you need somebody filling in. I mean, it's, it's, your, a guess. it's your show, man. Yeah, it's a guess. <laughs> what do we have? What yeah. was his name? Oh, said... I know. Oh, it's the 30th, so we got Mike Beaver. That's right. That's his name. Yeah. Mike Beaver coming in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he's a really interesting guy, by the way. You know, he, he did tech for all the uh, federal law enforcement, you know, CIA, uh, DIA, FBI, um, all that. All those, you know. All those kind of intelligence services, he did tech for them. Uh, but he's going to talk about spiritual attachments. That's been his thing, you know. Uh, I, when I had him on uh, Kindness Beyond the Veil uh, a couple of months back, I talked mostly about 
some UFO encounters he's had, you know, uh, maybe an extraterrestrial encounter or two. But he's he's writing a book that's focused on um, spirit attachments. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, and and you know they're they're a bit on the negative side, so that's a subject better for supernatural realm, really, because this is more of a balanced show. You know, we cover all sides of the supernatural and paranormal. Eyes. Mine is all you know, kindness and rose-colored glasses stuff. Yeah, but, but it's going to be good, man. He's boy, he's a bright guy. He's seen a lot. He's been through a lot, and really, really fascinating. So. Uh, Mike Beaver will be here on Thursday, just a couple of days away, 48 hours from now, as a matter of fact. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I guess we can, what, share paranormal experiences or something. <laughs> we get to know the hosts today and our and our special friend joining us, the great crazy Cajun. And we love dearly. Yeah fascinating guy and he had a story too yeah right yeah i think it was regarding your mom right which one? Oh yeah 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 you know that's the first time when i forgot you and i were, met you were you were a guest on on, ira on somebody's Robinson. show ira yeah uh, with ira and i called in and and you were talking about how your buddy was you know, on the swing mm-hmm. when he died yep and 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 I was talking about how how I went to Nebraska from here in in uh, January. Well, should I tell the story? Well, we got time yeah, to kill. Right. We yeah. can we can uh, share. You've heard the, it before, but you know how we got into the realm stories. You know, and the wife to this day still does not think that my mom was waiting for her to show up before she died. To really. This day. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess she does. <laughs> Somebody's in that doghouse now. <laughs> yeah, that's what she was waiting. She was waiting hey, for her to show up. No rotisserie chicken for you, brother. You're oh. in the doghouse now, man. <laughs> no, she just come in here saying, saying dinner was ready. So. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I thought she was going to yell at you for you know. No, I, no, no. I thought she. I thought you said yes, sir. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Okay. You tell your story, and then you get something to eat. We'll tell our stories, and it'll be all good. Okay, back in 2013, Mom had a had a stroke and was put in the hospital. This was in January. Okay. So my sister calls when she's in the hospital, and Mom is screaming, oh, oh, And so, so uh, next day, I packed up, and I drove up, uh, and my brother and I drove up to my brother's place in Meridian, and then we took the truck and we went to uh, went to Omaha. Omaha. And wow. we showed yeah, we showed up uh, next day. It was a 17, 18 hour drive. We drove straight yeah, from through. Louisiana. <laughs> you, know, you must have gone fast then. <laughs> it, uh, it ain't seventeen hours at fifty fifty five miles an hour, I'll say. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't fifty well, only around some major towns, you know. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Like St. Louis. Otherwise, it's sixty-five or seventy. Yeah. Wow! So, so, um, so I drove up there, and was waiting and waiting and waiting. And a month later, I got tired of waiting because you know, <laughs> Omaha in February, it's, it's cold. Oh yeah, yeah. And hey, I'm compared a, to Louisiana, I've been in Louisiana yeah. now for yeah, thirty-some like, years. You know, it's like culture shock, man. It's like going to 
you know, uh, Mars or somewhere. It's 238 degrees below zero. (laughs) (laughs) Except they have oxygen in Omaha. So, you know, say that as opposed to Mars. So uh, I stayed up there a month. And finally, you know, I just got tired of it. So I go to mom, you know, when she was halfway coherent, I said, what do you want, mom? What do you want? Because... I got to go back home. I'm sp- I've been up here six weeks now. You know, I'm tired of wow. waiting. Yeah. She goes, Sharon, Sharon. That's the wife's name. Okay. Uh-huh. So I call, I call my wife up, say, get up here when you can. So she rearranged her schedule and, uh, and came up a couple of days later. I remember it well. She left on a Thursday. She didn't get there till Friday afternoon. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so she left on a Thursday in the afternoon. And on the way up, let's see, she hit something in the dark, had a flat tire. Oh, I was on I-55 outside of Granada. So she had to go to Walmart and get a new tire. Mm. Uh, so she got a new tire, was back on the road. And then when she was going through Missouri the next day on I-70... Stuff was th- getting thrown all over the car. You know, she's got a little Honda Fit. Mm-hmm. And now, what is going to be, you know, if it's not a tornado or something, what is going to be thrown like hay and rocks and stuff? What is going to be thrown on your car in February in Missouri? Right. Right? Right. I mean, it's going to be a snowstorm or something. Mm-hmm. But she was getting corn cobs and <laughs> leaves and, and all kinds of junk thrown at her. So she she stopped for the night on that Thursday night, yeah, yeah, because she left she left uh, yeah she stopped real early on a Friday morning, stopped in La Platte, Missouri, and stayed there for the night, slept a little hours, a couple <laughs> hours, and then she came to Omaha and I met her, and we went up to see mom, and uh, and the first thing I did when. When I walked in the door, there she's in her in her in the in the bed, in the room. I go, okay, Sharon's here now, mom. So Sharon said hi and turned on the TV for, her so she had something to listen to. <clears throat> and we said we'd be back in a little while. So we left to go get sisters to come back. <laughs> and uh, I no more. We were no more than got in the car and started heading over to the sisters' house to get them and come back the hospital mom had passed oh. she was waiting for sharon she was waiting for sharon to this day sharon says she went well you heard what she said <laughs> <laughs> really she said dinner's ready that's an odd thing to say uh, no she said some other explicit words that i'm not going to repeat oh, okay. i told her she was the live show <laughs> yeah i know and we like to keep the our friends our dear friends at the fcc Happy. you know on guard <laughs> because at least we know they're listening you know and we're trying to make it interesting for them. Yeah, so, uh, yep. It was no more than two hours after she got up there and talked to mom a little bit. And we left to go get sisters to come back mm-hmm. and eat some supper. And she had passed. Wow. So that's what she was waiting on. I don't care what the wife says. She was waiting on the wife. Yeah, that's, that's I think that's what happened with me, with my dad. You know, he was waiting, waiting for me to apologize to him and say I was sorry. And he was ready to go then. So, yeah, that happens. Yeah, I got kind of a, an astral visit from my mom. You know, she had uh, fall, fell down and hit her head pretty bad. She had some dementia at the time, and she and she was, you know, like uh, almost 90. So 
No, actually, she was 92, so she lived a good life. But, you know, she was kind of waiting to go. She was in a coma for three days before passing. She waited for all the family, except for us. We couldn't travel down there in time. So she came to visit anyway, <laughs> Ashley, and said she wanted to go, like, you know, now, and asked if I could help her because she knew I was, like, you know, involved in that kind of thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I told her, you know, you've got to wait for your time, Mom. You know, I'm sure it won't be long, but uh, all good things in time. Yeah. So, yeah, took yeah. about another day and a half after. But, you know, at least I got to see her in a way. And now I see her all the time, you know. That's good. She I'll... lives in Florida when she was alive. You know, I'd only see her every couple of years mm-hmm. So I live up in New York. But now I can see her all the time. Yeah. I was going to do something a little different since we don't have a guest today and CeCe's filling in. And we're interviewing each other. I was going to open the lines up for people to call in with their paranormal stories. Their, maybe their near-death experiences. Or maybe there's a story of a loved one that they were able to, to, to apologize to or to talk to uh, before they passed away. Maybe the loved one has a, you know, the, that they were with has a, had a near-death experience. Well, how could they contact us? So I was going to put the lines up. The number is 724-602-2826. It's 724-602. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 2826-602-2826 for the listeners who want to call in and interact with us for Open Lines uh, Tuesday, I guess I yeah, well, and he's doing might. that as an emergency because he's up next on our American roulette. So, Timmy, how did you get started in all this? <laughs> well, uh, I've I've always felt spirit around me my whole entire life, really? good and bad. I I always felt. What's that your was, What's your earliest memory? Uh, my earliest memories. Um, six like years four, old, probably five, six. six. Maybe yeah. ten, you know, six to ten yeah. years old. I've, I've, you know, we, I had, a, I had a friend who lived down the street from me, a couple of houses down, and uh, I would leave his house at night. I was scared, you know. A lot of times I wouldn't leave his house till after it got dark. So, and, so uh, these uh, spirit experiences were negative for you. They were. I, I wasn't sure about them, you know. That I always felt something around me protecting me. And, when I was that age, it kind of scared me a little bit because, you know, I've always encountered them or felt them at night when I was walking home to my house, which is only a couple 
couple of doors down from my friend's house, but that's so your encounters were outdoors. Yeah, and a lot of them were outdoors. Yeah. Wow. And then, well, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. See, I never knew that. You know. And then with Timmy for six years, I never knew. <laughs> every every episode, I learned something new about this guy. And then, man. and then as I got older, I started getting sensitive and having sensitivities, and my dad always told me I was too sensitive for for a young man and. And uh, I, did, I didn't know why, you know, I would, I would always be like the last one picked it at, at recess, you know. And hey, me kid, too, man. Kid, kids but, knew what I was different, but I didn't I didn't know why or that I was at that the point in time. Well, all these kids, for me, they were, we were on friendly terms, but, you know, I was the tiniest one. Yeah. So, you know. So then, you know. In 2009, I believe, 2000, well, 2007, 2008, I became friends with this Wiccan who was a, he was a uh, practitioner of witch. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and I. Is he a good witch or a bad witch? He's good a, witch. Uh, he's a white witch. You know, he's a practitioner. White witch. Okay, yeah, Wiccan. I, I like white magic. So yeah. He, uh, that I practice he, it. He, I, I, was, like. I was deep into Christianity and the Bible back then. And his friend lived below me in the apartment that I rented. And uh, he and I would always get into these debates, and he'd always win because I could never debunk or argue his point. So then he and I started hanging out. I started learning more about him, and then we became friends. And then uh, started watching paranormal TV shows, and then 2008 he and I joined a a paranormal group about an hour north of here. and. Well, you heretic, you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where it all began. So, wow. So you started early, man. See, yeah. I'm a, you know you started way earlier than me. I'm just waiting for to watch Doug eat something. You know, Cause I'm waiting. <laughs> dinner, dinner's getting cold, man. No, yeah. I just I just shifted workstations. I don't know. If oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. here, Mike's a, a lot lower than the other one. But that's all right. We still love you, man. It's all good. <laughs> hey, we don't have to hear all them munching noises, you know, there you when you, go, when yeah. you get that rotisserie chicken going. <laughs> I just turned up the volume. Oh, there you go. I'm, I'm waiting to live vicariously through you, man. You I'm know what's starving. good? You ever try that rotisserie chicken salad at Sam's Club? Oh, my goodness, that's good. Wow. That's, we got some in the refrigerator, matter of fact. What that. I did today for lunch, since you were talking about it, I took the, a tomato basil wrap. And I put some of that rotisserie, uh, rotisserie chicken salad in it with some cheese. And that's what I had for lunch. That stuff is the bomb. Man. It's real chunky chicken, too. Oh, yeah, man. it's chunky chicken. The wife really doesn't like it. And I said, here, here, try it with a tomato basil wrap or something. It yeah. needs to be spiced up just yeah. a little bit. I love that Yeah, stuff, this is man. kind of just this, this whole American roulette show is kind of in your face for anybody like me that's starving as they're listening to this, you know. <laughs> Great for Sam's Club, though. I yeah, I have to that. update my Sam's Club membership. I see if we can get them as a sponsor now. Yeah, boy, did we play them up. My Sam's Club uh, membership ended in in December, so yeah, I, I gotta get some more of that. I love that stuff. Mine, mine ended in like 2014. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> a little behind get, on that. You get Bud Light in you know, as a as a sponsor. I got a whole bunch of uh, real American heroes and real American genius. You know, from Bud. There you go. I'll send him to Tim. He can play him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, presents 
real American heroes. Yeah. Real American heroes. That guy <laughs> cracks me up. <laughs> the background singer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you ever watched a video of him doing those shows. <laughs> All right. He's well, crazier than I am. You know yeah, what? You know what's I gotta annoying. Get Red Bull is a sponsor for me because I talk about them all the time. As much as I, as much as I dis- dislike Geico, I don't like their commercials either. <laughs> I die to you know they they had the whole best of thing that they were running. Yeah. Boy, we're boy, we're giving a lot of credit to a lot of people who ain't paying us to do it. So uh, we can. Uh, I got to ask Doug if he was like the last one picked to play kickball or whatever too because you know we were yeah oh uh, me yeah well, w- growing up i was the smallest one i mean i, I was i was less than five foot so yeah i was the target all the time yeah <laughs> kickball now, dodgeball or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know and look at us now we got worldwide listenership you know we're on, <laughs> we're on the best network out there and you know timmy's on like 18 podcasts and iHeartRadio <laughs> and talk stream live you know Nothing, nothing small about that anymore, you know. The one that they say would never make it in the world, you know. I, I wouldn't be <laughs> able to. I wouldn't be able to survive on my own. Here I am, right. buddy. You know. Here we are, man. The supernatural realm is kicking some butt. There, I think we can say that, yeah. right, dear friends kicking at some FCC? Royal. Yeah. I think we could say that. Yeah. I, I always think it more of ours, but yeah, that works. All right. You know what, though? Since it's my turn in American Roulette, I'm going to talk about my second story because everybody heard the first one. Well, that's the whole swing in it. And if they haven't, you know, then just stay, hey, off, your, stay off your street corner for a while. You'll be all right. Like an hour and a half left anyway. But yeah, this was my, my wife's dad, you know. He was a really good guy. I, I loved him, man. He was an awesome dude. Um, and he hated doctors, you know. He he shares my thing. <laughs> I, I'm I don't like seeing doctors. So I don't either. But by the but he was really not feeling well. It got to the point where he finally broke down and went. And uh, by that time, he had stage four cancer, and it was spreading through his body. <clears throat> and they were giving him surgeries of all kinds, and he felt really emasculated, you know. But he was, he was like the, the king of the castle, you know, the head of the household. He didn't yeah. want to show weakness, you know, because he was always the strong guy. So he would talk to me about it. You know, I, you know he could vent to me because I was family, right, because I married his daughter. But I was distant enough where, you know, he didn't have to be a patriarch to me. Yeah. And we could be friends. So he could tell me all of the stuff that he was going through and he could vent about it. You know, so it gave him somebody to talk to about all these things that were going on with him. Mm. Well, anyway, uh, uh, finally got to a point where he's in hospice, right? And he had some medicines that they gave him, but they were at his home, you know. And so he wanted me to grab these medicines for him so he wouldn't have to, you know, pay extra for uh, the hospital to get medicines that he already had. So I, I went, got him to medicines, brought, brought him over, you know. And he called me about 2 in the morning to thank me for giving them the medicines, you know. And he thanked me for everything. And you get the sense that, you know, he knew uh, it, it was like a goodbye, you know. And it mm-hmm. basically was. And uh, two hours after that phone call, he passed. He passed in his sleep. Wow. 
Yeah, but uh, <coughs> to honor his wishes, I refuse to bring my wife, his daughter, and my daughter to hospice to see him because he just didn't want to be seen like that. He didn't want to be seen as weak, you know. So I honored his request. So I got this nice goodbye from him and my wife, you know, whose father it was. She didn't get it. Didn't get a goodbye. So that kind of left this gap in the ether, right? So fast forward one year after his passing, I think almost to the day, and uh, I'm home in the afternoon. It's a hot summer day. I'm trying to catch a nap if I can because I had a day job and a night job. Uh, my wife was out working. Daughter was in school. And uh, so I'm, I'm on the couch watching some TV and trying to, you know, I closed my eyes. Meanwhile, there was this balloon that we had got for our daughter. She was like four years old or five. Mm-hmm. At this uh, state fair, you know, <laughs> it was this helium balloon and it had all these nice ribbons on it. And she loved this thing. But it was on like its eighth day. You know, it's not floating anymore. It, you know, it, it's uh, maybe one quarter of its original size and it's floor bound. Right. Except on this particular afternoon where it found its strengths <laughs> and started floating, floating all the way down to the hallway to me on this couch. Cool. You know, and right at my eye level, right? And I didn't really even think anything. I mean, you know, I had my eyes closed. I opened, there's this balloon in front of me, which ain't supposed to be floating, but it's floating against the breeze of an air conditioner, which is, you know, uh, about five feet to the left <laughs> and blaring, you know, because it was a hot day. So it held its own against this air conditioner at my eye level. And I open my eyes and I see it. And I didn't really think anything of it. And I open my eyes, it's still there. <laughs> and and then it kind of hit me. Well, this is kind of odd. This thing is not supposed to be floating. Not supposed to be floating against an air conditioning breeze, <laughs> which is pummeling it, you know, and holding it. So, so I sit up from my lying down position and the balloon stays with me at eye level. And I'm going, okay, that's kind of weird. <laughs> so I lay back down and it stays with me eye level. <laughs> I sit up eye level, stand up, eye level. <laughs> and wow. then it hit me, and I don't know where it came from or how I knew, but it, I knew it was him. And I'm like, Rich, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that you? Hey, if that's you, and only if that's you, show me. And the balloon, I swear to God, nods yes, like it's a head nodding yes, you know? Oh, yeah? Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, Rich! <laughs> <laughs> right? That's too And the cool. thing was cool. And you know, and it would go kind of bob left and right for no and bob up and down for yes. So I could get yes or no answers from this balloon, right? Because it's rich. And he followed me around, always staying at eye level. So we talked about a bunch of things that happened since he died, you know. And and some things that we covered that he was kind of, you know, brought some sadness. You could see this kind of, it, the balloon almost kind of deflate a little you know, and things it was happy about, you could see the balloon get kind of excited. So there was an emotional content, yes and no answers, and it was very cool. And then wife and daughter came home. <laughs> and I'm like, God, you, you, come upstairs, you got to see this, right? And uh, and so they came up, and I go, it's your dad. And my wife thinks I'm nuts, right? <laughs> 
And I'm like, look, the balloon, it's not floating, you know? It wasn't floating for five days. It's supposed to be not able to fly. And it's for look, you know? And just like, Rich, show show, show Terry. You know, that's my wife's name. And, and he nods yes, so she sees it. Mm-hmm. And now she... And my daughter, who's four years old, who just went with the flow, you know, it wasn't even surprising to her that this balloon was grandpa, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but but she got that goodbye, you know. They got to say goodbye, basically. She she kind of got to tell him what she always wanted to tell him, but not in a position where he's in hospice looking, you know, weak. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And it was kind of a beautiful thing. Very cool. So that was like my second paranormal experience. You know, my first was when my best friend came to me at the moment of his death. And here's my wife's father a year after his passing, I think a year to the day, you know, and then, you know, so after a while we were talking and talking and, and we were kind of ran out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> it's like when you get together with your family at Thanksgiving and everybody catches up, you know, cause they haven't seen each other in a while and they run out of stuff to talk about. And there's that awkward silence in mm-hmm. the room, you know, well, we had that. <laughs> cool. How you say, well, Rich, I guess we got to go now. <laughs> We're talking to a guy who's been dead for a year, you know, manifesting in a balloon. Um, so anyway, you know, so, yeah, we got to, so they got to talk to him for about 40 minutes, really. Wow. You know, until we kind of ran out of stuff to say. And then the balloon just kind of, you know, dropped back to the ground <laughs> and he was gone. And he came back to visit again uh, a few months later. And my wife had, or my daughter had this toy. It was like this Pokemon thing, this Pikachu, which plays London Bridge is falling down, you know, on, on the drums. It was one of those battery operated things. Cool. And the, and the batteries were dead. So we took the batteries out of this toy and, and it, it started starts playing. working anyway, right? <laughs> and again, we just kind of knew, Rich, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're back. And so we got this reunion with them, all, all three of us, through this toy. It'd be once on the drum for yes and twice on the drum for no, you know. Uh, so it was very cool. So he really visited us twice and made sure that my wife got that goodbye, you know. Because it just seems like people that don't get to say their goodbye. You had a goodbye with your dad, I know. I had kind of a goodbye with my mom, you know, even though she was astral. <laughs> at the time but you know people that don't get to say that but sometimes it leaves that gap in the ether that void in the ether you know Mm -hmm. so that's why you know we like to talk about affirmations a lot here 
because if you you know if you didn't get that goodbye, people can always <laughs> bags eaten. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, um, I'm starting to get hungry there. But it it kind of leaves that gap in the ether, you know. And so sometimes, you know, because for that very reason, you know, there are signs with people who aren't looking for them, and it's always a good thing to know. You know, if you're if you're thinking about them, and find maybe a penny on the floor or mm-hmm. a feather on the ground or something, or a picture of theirs is in a different place than you remember <clears throat> putting it or smells that would only remind you of them. He did that a couple of times. He used to smoke this pipe tobacco that was like burgundy cherry. And, and it was a very distinctive odor, you know, uh, I'll say fragrance because odor sounds negative. <laughs> um, but, you, you know, sometimes once we were driving in the car, Terry and I, driving in the car, we were far from home, but we had that little smell. It was like this little ball of, of burgundy cherry tobacco floating, wafting around randomly in the car. It's like, you smell that? Yeah, I smell that. So that's dad. Yeah, it's your dad. You know, because we knew these things. There's always some sort of affirmations for people that didn't get their goodbyes. Speaking yeah. of affirmations. Uh, before my cousin died, there were yep. three doves that that were together, and they flew onto the porch. They went in onto the like where the steps are. They mm-hmm. flew onto the porch and then were, and then flew out where the swings at at the end of the porch. Three of them, and they went to the dogwood tree, circled a dogwood tree, and then yeah. left. And then and then last summer, mom and I had these. Uh, Dragonflies that kept showing up by the car in the parking oh, lot. Oh, and that's your—that's your totem animal too. Yeah, yeah. Timmy's a dragonfly. You never know it by looking at him. Yeah, we'd, we'd always have these dragonflies around us outside by the car, whether we were in here or whether we were in Cranberry. They would mm-hmm, follow mm-hmm. us. Seem seem to follow us. Or, yeah, and hang uh, yeah. Around. That's a that's another. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, uh, doves especially, but you know, birds or butterflies or. In Tim's case, dragonflies, because that's his totem animal. Dove's my totem animal, you know. Mom had if, a if dove, so maybe around, the I know it's going to be a good day, you know, and they're always cooing and we coo back. You were saying? Mom, were I think say? mom had the doves because the doves were on her. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that that makes sense, you know, especially because she's uh, very religious and, and doves are, you know, kind of a representative of, of peace, you know, or kindness. Yeah, so that's a yeah another really really good example of an affirmation. Mm-hmm. Looks like Timmy's having one right now. That's <laughs> what I heard. What, voice what about what about mosquitoes and gnats? I don't know about that one. I uh, if, know, it, it, if it but if it resonates with you as some sort of affirmation, then it probably is. Especially if they're not sucking your blood, unless that's what your family member did when they were alive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any vampires for oh, speaking of speaking of vampire, we got Mich- we got Michelle oh, Bell, that, Bell and uh, J Bell on Bell and J. I got to make sure I pronounce her last name right, but it's Bell and J. She's gonna be on in July. So yeah. Ah, Bell and J. And I like that. Yeah. She's going all French on us. Yep. It's a beautiful yep. Yep. Yeah. She's gonna join us in, in July. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's very cool, man. Oh, Timmy's got some lineups of guests, you know, and when they're not on train, they actually <laughs> actually show up. Show up. Yeah, <laughs> July ninth. Can relate on July, supernatural realm. July ninth. Uh, Michelle's gonna be on with us. 
Wow. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. But it's always, yeah, uh, animals, you know, animals, uh, especially if there's uh, something very, very unusual that they're doing. In Doug's case, I guess the mosquitoes and gnats are just kind of hanging in front of his face, kind of going, Doug, Doug, hey, Doug. (laughs) Of course, and Doug will kill them all. So there goes that affirmation down the drain. Yeah, (laughs) they'll never come back as mosquitoes or gnats again. (laughs) Sometimes they fly my mouth for extra protein, you know? Yeah, Yeah, sure. It is protein, you know? Still glad they ain't flying in my mouth. You know, I hate when that happens. <laughs> anybody, anybody, I about anything, but you know, I kind of lay off the mosquitoes and gnats. They they don't taste too good. No, no, they really don't. You know, not that I, I'm an insect eater by any uh, stretch of any imagination. <laughs> not my preferred food. Yeah, I got my flashlight ready in case the power goes out. <laughs> Is it even raining? I mean, it's, it it's come. Raining. I see it's, a tree behind you. It's not moving. Yeah, it's yeah. lightning and crap out here now. Ah, uh, boy, I you know I get creeped out now by lightning. I almost got struck once. You know, I was picking grass for our guinea pig. Guinea pig loved grass. You know, so outside and and it hadn't started raining yet, but it was lightning. You know, and I had one bolt come about maybe eleven feet from me. You know. So it didn't hit me per se, but every hair on my body was standing up. Did, I, did your feet tingle? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, the whole tingle. body tingled that's and the hair was standing up. That's what happens here when it's closed. Yeah, for like, oh yeah, well I get that now because I almost got shot. You know, it's like I have this personal relationship with lightning now. So yeah, when it's a storm, and I I can't see that Tim. Yeah. When it's a storm, you know, I, I yeah, it scares me a little bit. Because I'm I'm worried it'll find me again, you know, because it found me once. And with that said, you know, it I was really kind of uh, zoned into to like spirit for, you know, like months after that. <laughs> it's almost as though it, it affected my uh, my aura, the electric electromagnetic energy around oh, okay. me, to make it brighter. So they're like, hey, there's Chip, you know. Chip. <laughs> Stuck the chip, yeah, chip, eh? <laughs> but you know, I and you were talking about your cousin, and I had a lucid dream about him, yeah, you know, shortly after he died because I was telling Timmy, and I'll say this out loud, I probably said it out loud before, but it's American Roulette Day, you know, he's kind of excited that he can, you know, uh, come to Tim, you know, and. Who's Tim? Tim's got these sensitivities and he plays them down. And I don't know why you do that, brother. What's that? You know, uh, play down their sensitivities or, you know, or, or block them. Oh, okay. Because they're there. And your cousin was excited because he could make you more of a sensitive, more of a medium, you know, by, by coming around. So I told Timmy that one day. And then I had a lucid dream that same day. Where there's this guy in my hallway, you know, my lucid dreams, I'm in, I'm in bed lying down just exactly where I am, Mm. you know, but I'm in like this dream state. So I get up and I open the bedroom door and the hallway is a lot longer than usual. It's kind of a long hallway outside of the bedroom. And there's this guy comes up to me and he shakes my hand and he says, you're right. You're right. You know? Yeah. And a couple of days later, Timmy posts a picture of his cousin. Uh, who, you know, had recently passed. I mean, it had been less than a week, I think. 
Yeah, I yeah, posted a picture of his cousin on Facebook, and I'm like, that's the guy in my dream. Yeah. Yeah. So that message is there, man. You know. So to, to make him be a medium at will, he just doesn't will it though. Yeah. Why don't you, Tim? I'm going to put you on the spot. You know. What's that? For, Let it go. For for millions of listeners around the world, I'm going to put you on the spot. Why? Why are you blocking out these sensitivities? I don't know. You know inquiring minds want to know, Tim. I wish it. I knew. <laughs> Say, keeping my friends maybe it's a little bit maybe it's a little bit a little bit frightening i don't know maybe i don't know why frightening i don't know because they frighten you when you were younger yeah probably they do things to you that scared you or just having them around just having them around scared me so they could have been benign yeah but they still scared you because you were young and it's like what are you doing in my room? No, not like an imaginary friend where you go, hey, you know, my name's Wilbur. <laughs> What's yours? You know, that, that sort of thing. Wilbur. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they, they didn't grab you or anything or, you know, try to no. suck your life force out or any of that stuff. See? So they're tame. I, just, I don't You're know. I tame. just have to tune into a little more. I just have trouble hearing sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, <laughs> it, it takes a... It takes time. <laughs> I think Doug was tired of chicken. He's eating his cat now. Yeah, cat you know? tail. Chasing that tail around. Oh, cat tail. I don't know if that's good or not. I never tried one. Might have, you know. It depends on. You never know. He might meow into the mic. Yeah, he might. Mine, mine was vocal today. He was talking to the birds hey, outside. I'm not producing tonight, Creole. You can't help. I'm not <laughs> producing. <laughs> yeah, was... there you go. He mine, know mine was sitting on a windowsill upstairs in the bedroom, and he was talking to the birds this morning, about 8 o'clock this morning. I was like, Keely, what are you doing talking to the birds? And he said something to me in cat. I don't know what he said, but he's like, and then he responded, and then he, and then he you know, quit talking to the birds for a while and jumped down. I don't know. I don't know if he was giving me a heck for talking to him or asking what he's doing up there or what, but... Uh-huh. He said something See, because he's going. Arr, 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 arr. The closest thing I have is a, a pet daughter, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and unlike your cats, there, my daughter will speak to me and use language that I can't repeat here. <laughs> I was in that phase, you know. Yeah. yeah. It just like shut up, Dad. You know. Yeah. It's kind of like on the radio here. Yeah. Kind of. Shut up, Chip. Just shut up. You know. Just shut up. Except she she blocks out everything I say or mm-hmm. interrupts me. So does my wife. Oh, I saw that lightning behind you. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, well. A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. That one was close. That one was close back there by the Tim. I saw that too. It kind of yeah. lit up my screen a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm kind of thinking it knows I'm here, you know. <laughs> Lightning sees me. That was about two it, miles away, they me. said. Yeah. I keep getting these alerts on my Storm Shield app. Yeah, you you counting the, the seconds between the lightning strike and the thunder. Figure out how no, far away no, it is. It's, it's showing me on my Storm Shield app. Yeah. It's telling me yeah, how so far. That's what we usually do. We, we count, you know, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. You know, in honor, of course, of Mississippi, that wonderful, beautiful state that I've never been to. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, and and uh, I'll have yeah, to take you, you over to Stanley's How many miles away that? What's that, CC? I said I'll have to take him if he ever comes down. I'll take him over to Dennis Space Center. Oh yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, 
They like space. It's about, about 10 miles away from me over in Mississippi. Wow. Maybe I'll get my keys to the basement. Yeah. If we get a tornado today, I might need to be down there. <laughs> well, meanwhile, if you you know if you don't get you know struck or anything, you know there's a road trip for you. Yeah, space center. You know, then we can be spaced in. Be right back. People always say I'm spaced out. You know, somebody's ready to rock and roll here to fill in if you need to go there, Tim. <laughs> I just needs to talk a little bit. That would be helpful, you know, especially for radio. Don't yum, want yum, to get yeah, there you go. I got to see if Tim's going to board up his windows or anything. Yeah, yeah he's in an area I think that we've seen his weather report. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty nasty. He's got a lot of a lot of heavy storms near him. Yeah, at least his internet's holding up. Yeah, well, that's always good because you know might knock us off the air if it didn't. You know, we could always prepare people for that. I got my basement key just in case. There you go. Yeah. Well, this uh, you know, it seems like your studio is the kind of place, and you know, Doug's too, where you know, it's the the kind of room you hide in when a storm comes, even though you got a window right behind you. Yeah. It's not boarding it up. You, know? you see it porn back there? See um, what porn? No. No, it's pouring. Oh, pouring. Oh. Yeah, it's it's downpouring back yeah, now. The, could, oh my goodness. Now, the, now the trees are moving. Fell, his lights just went out. The, the trees are moving now. Yep. Well, oh, there they are. Yeah, Lights I mean, came back on brighter like than before. All right. I don't know if he's doing that on purpose or not. I am. Why? I don't know. Something to do. You see it pouring down rain? Now you got to turn that air conditioner off if it's on. You know? I did. I just did a little bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's not wearing headphones, too. There's a, I think that's... Uh, Kind of a one of those urban myths, you know, <laughs> that if you have headphones on, the Ooh, lightning will strike you. I've yeah. never met anybody who got struck with headphones on. Never. <laughs> you? I, so I think it's an urban myth. It might be. Yeah. There was a guy that, uh, a few years ago up here, there was a guy that got struck by lightning. Yeah. yeah and he survived? I think him? so. Yeah, I think so. They life flighted him. Wow. Did he have, like, mystical powers or anything after that? Or, or a stroke or something? No, but he went and bought a lottery ticket the next day because you need to be... Yeah, right. Then we had a guy, he was... He, he got to do it on the same day, I think, if he can walk. Uh, then we had a guy that was, like, in July. This was when I was with the fire department. And uh, he was painting the uh, roof of this um, uh, steel factory. Mm-hmm. And he uh, came in contact with high tension lines that were running through the plant, and yeah, he, yeah, we ended up flying them, brought them down a ladder, and ended up flying his butt. Wow, he survived, which was really cool. Yeah, I mean that's really something when you can survive. You know, I think there was some guy who survived a couple lightning strikes, and some guy claimed he survived seven. Wow, I'm not, yeah. Um, you know, and, and, uh, I, I always wondered if these people had more sensitivities to things in interdimensional realms, you know, you would think they would happen something like that happened to them. Yeah. Of course I got struck indirectly, not directly. And it it sure boosted mine, you know? Oh yeah. I was, uh, you know, 
seeing and experiencing all sorts of stuff, you know, people just don't normally experience, you know, most people would be unsettling as if you almost getting struck by lightning isn't unsettling enough. You know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Might I open that window a little bit further just to see everything. Hold on. Wow. He just likes punishment, man. Wonder if he's like a, you know. I guess so. We got to get him a. We can have Creole Cat entertain you. You know he. He hates that. At least if this building gets struck by lightning, look. And yeah, we just wanted to let the listeners know no animals were actually harmed in the process of this broadcast. That's a good thing to say. Uh, no, they wife, just they just hinder. They don't harm. They hinder. Yeah. And see, my wife is so sensitive to that. And my daughter, too. You know, they love animals. They don't like people very much, you know, which is kind of ironic. Because, you know, my wife's married to Mr. Kindness here and loves people. Uh, my wife doesn't like people much at all. <laughs> But she loves animals, so she can't watch any. I have to screen movies for her to make sure that there's no scenes where an animal gets hurt. Really? Otherwise, yeah, I'll get hurt. Oh, my God, there was this kid's movie uh, one time. This little kid, he wants to play baseball. I don't remember the name of it. And his dog came along and had this little dog, like a little chihuahua-like thing. And one time, you know, somebody in the baseball game hits the baseball right to him. He's in center field, right? And the dog catches the ball, <laughs> and the kid punches the dog in the mouth, right? It's a kid's movie. My daughter is bawling now. You know, oh, yeah? my, my wife, and then they're, like, hitting me, hitting me. Yeah, it was not my fault. Yeah, well, you got the movie, you know? So now I got a screen movie, you know? Wow. Yeah. When we were first dating, we saw this film called The Serpent and the Rainbow. It was an old Wes Craven movie. And actually pretty cool. It was about zombies, you know. And they're in this place where people believe in zombies, and they believe this one guy. Because they had this uh, spell that they used. It was some sort of rare fish that actually kind of paralyzes you while you're alive. Okay. And then, at, you know, and your heart like beats like uh, once every 40 seconds or something. So this guy who was poisoned by this stuff, by some, uh, it was a voodoo thing, you know, they poisoned him with this uh, rare f uh, fish, puffer fish, that's it. It was puffer fish. It actually poisoned and paralyzed the body. Wow. Uh, so they marked the guy, the coroner, the town doctor marked the guy as dead, you know. And after the pufferfish stuff wore off, you know, he was back to himself. Hmm. But they considered him, you know, a zombie because he was dead. I mean, the, the coroner marked him as dead and wow. now he's walking around. So nobody talked to this guy, you know. Anybody feels like they're kind of left out of the social circle, you know, you got to see that movie. Yeah, for but, sure, right? But but in order to do other spells, they had to kill this chicken in, in the film. That wouldn't be <laughs> my, good. Uh, my wife actually tore tore my shirt, you know. It was my favorite T-shirt, a Billboard magazine shirt, you know. I was DJing at the time. So <laughs> she, I could never wear that shirt again. 
So, yeah, she was really sensitive to that stuff. No animal movies for her. Boy, we've gone way off off the uh, topic. topic. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Open lines right here on the Supernatural Realm. Yeah, you want to talk about lightning or animal torture or yeah. <laughs> your first paranormal experience. Seven two four six zero two. What's that number again, Tim? Seven two four six zero two two eight two six. That's seven two four six zero two two eight two six. And we'll get your comments or questions or or your stories in as long as the yeah. power stays on here. <laughs> yeah. My call in line is. Still untested. I don't even know if it works or not. <laughs> yeah. I don't have one, you know. I, I, I don't take call-ins. I just, you know, I, I just really want to get as much information out of my guest as possible. Yeah, for sure. So I, I don't do call-ins. I don't look at the chat or any of that stuff. Because they always seem to be talking about what they had for lunch on that. That's why I start my own chat. <laughs> and there you go. And, and it's on Discord, right? on Discord, Supernatural Realm, on Discord. Yeah, there you go. You know, so you can chat about something other than what you had for lunch. Yeah, I mean, we already, exactly. We already talked about what somebody had for dinner, you know, so I think. I like, I got to give me some of that chicken salad, though. And it got so, past, hey, I know, you guys are always killing me. Timmy t talks about this food, and I had cravings for it for weeks, you know. Oh, Beef stew. man, did I have something nasty at the senior center today? Oh, my gosh. You know, we've got a senior center next to us, and Ugh. every day, every day, the ambulances come. Half the time, they come during the show. You always hear sirens, you know, when we're on the air. I wish, I wish somebody... doing it today. And uh, it's always after dinner time at that senior place, so I think maybe they're poisoning their clients there. I wish yeah. somebody would teach us that cook down there how to, cook, how to make soup, because oh. today it was just freaking nasty. Uh, I'll she tell made, you something. Soup from scratch is a very difficult thing. It really is. Yeah. Just like making a good gravy from scratch is a difficult thing. You know, you got to know how to make a roux for the simple. gravy, or you don't. Boy, I just use Tony Satchery's roux. It was it was minestrone, but it was horrible. It had kidney beans in it, like uh, tomatoes from from a can. It just yeah. basically tastes like water and vegetables and tomato. Uh, oh, you know, you can't do broth well. See, broth is like a science, man. You know, or bouillabaisse or something. I mean, you got to be. It, it's very succinct. I mean, you have to hit it, it right on no, the mark. There was no broth in it. it; was just water. I mean, they didn't, they didn't put bouillon. They didn't put chicken broth or beef broth. Nothing. It's just water yeah. and vegetables. Jeez. Oh, it's if horrible. You, yeah. Hey, if you want to talk about your soup from scratch here on Supernatural. <laughs> Give me a call. Call in and tell us how you make a roux or a broth, you know? I cheat. I use this. Yeah, he's got all that, you know, dried that Louisiana food yeah. stuff, you know? He At always least does it's broth. Like, for that's the kind sleep, of stuff you know? if, you you know, if if we, if we we're in a bomb shelter, you know, and one goes off, that's the kind of stuff you'd have. <laughs> hey, those MREs are pretty good. I've had one before. Well, they are, you know. But oh, they, yeah, you know, it's stuff are good. But, but it's easy because all you have to do is overspice anything. And you can't tell it's bad because yeah. all you can taste are those peppers. Yeah, but this, this minestrone soup that they made at the center, I mm -hmm. put salt and pepper and it made it taste worse. Can you imagine that? That's, wow. That's how no, I, I can't imagine that. I've never been in a world it's where salt horrible. makes anything worse. You know? It's horrible. Except maybe your cholesterol. It's like drinking you know. freaking salt water. That's horrible. Wow. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, they use too salt, much. Salt water and vegetables. Oh, God. Wow. Nasty. Well, thank you. I'm no longer starving. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. 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 And he always knows how to take care of his oh. co-host. <laughs> here, here. Boy, we've gone way off topic. You know, but it's fun. You know, it's hey. it's not dull anyway. It's open line. Because man. I know people out there are going, yeah, I had tough times making a good broth or a good gravy also, you know. But when it's right, it's right. When it's on key, I was like that fancy thing, hollandaise sauce, you know. Mom made this pesto chicken last night. Oh, my goodness. Uh, good. Did you know that, it, at least here in New York State, they changed the health code, uh, and they changed it dramatically. Hollandaise sauce only is good for 45 minutes. After that, it's possibly tainted. Ew. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a balance, you know. It's a perfect balance. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, that I looks don't know good. I go over there, but yeah, it's That's good. That's the hot so, sauce I use. Ooh, if you're if skull, you're in a restaurant, crossbones. Yeah, if you're in a restaurant and for eggs Benedict. Oh shoot! Well, I just exed off their Skype call here, folks. We'll have to bring them back. Well, let's see if we can get them back on here. You are listening to the Supernatural Realm, and if you have any stories, uh, call us, 724-602-2826. Bring them back here. Momentarily. Keep going. Oh, there they are. Oh, oh there he is. Yeah. I, I what, what clicked I, on that, that, that hot sauce, and I lost you. Hey. Oh, so it's not lightning or anything. No. You just can't post pictures while you're on the air, I guess. No, you can't look at them while we're on the air. So yeah, well, I'm just, I'm not a hot sauce guy anyway. You know. I'm I'm very dull. My my palate needs to be, you know, fresh at all times. I can't I can't do spicy food. Hey, Cece, we got some jello shots left over here. Oh, yeah? Uh, Pass a couple through the USB port. Yeah, <laughs> make sure there's enough for everybody, including every listener. Jello shots for all the listeners today, <laughs> especially if they're still with us after we've been talking about, you know, sauces and soups and gravy <laughs> and lightning. <laughs> or Frank come over. That's why they tune into Supernatural Realm, you know, because they want to learn about gravy. <laughs> Our friend come in one day, yesterday, come over, and he, he grabbed the peach, and he's, he was kind of buzzing off of it because... Yeah, I wanted to top one off when I was mixing the jello and stuff, and I added more peach knobs and more rum. And Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know. Wow. Wow. He was, he was feeling it. Yeah, that's that's like killer stuff. And I I DJed in clubs, you know, they used to do jello shots when you know, to attract people we'd have jello shot week. Now she wants to do pudding shots. Like, oh. show up. People like jello shots. So boy, now we're talking about alcohol. <laughs> you got from torturing out animals to torturing alcohol on jello shots. But that's good though. You know what I miss is those Long Island iced teas, you know. I oh, those were good. Those were excellent. Or, or um, zombies, this drink that you can only find in Chinese restaurants. And I used to go to Chinese restaurants and see who had the best zombie. It's three kinds of rum, including 150. It's three kinds of rum, light, dark, medium, and 141. Uh, with, with, or 151, rather, with, with a couple of shots of, like, soda and triple sec. Things are, and they taste like... You know, they taste like uh, canned juice or something, but really good canned juice, you know. So it's easy to drink a lot of it at once. <laughs> and then you regret it about 40 minutes later. Yeah. Man, oh, man, welcome to Supernatural Realm. We are talking about alcohol, lightning, gravy, soup, torturing animals, and more. <laughs> American Roulette Day. Hey, it's so my talk right here on the Supernatural Realm. At least, the, at least the FCC is still listening, so there's somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and a side of light we have, lightning. We already told the supernatural stories, so you know, I'm going to switch to something else. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's all of 10 minutes for a two-hour show. <laughs> with a side of UFO sighting? Any of you guys ever see a UFO? Yeah, with Come a side of... Timmy, you must have. You've got dog boys in your area. Yeah, we got dog boys, <laughs> gargoyles, everything up here, man. You ever see any of them? Nope. Wow. Okay. Guess it's back to talking about Jello shots. I'd probably, I'd probably <laughs> drop my pants if I did, though. You know. Come on, Doug. You're in Louisiana, man. You must have seen something down there. Uh, big, uh, big uh, alligators. <laughs> big big alligators. They'll, they'll be as big as a two-lane highway, and I'll run over them. Yeah. But you know, it's like running over a speed bump. Well, there you they go. Just, That's a... They just get up and they walk away. It's like amazing, man. See, Tim, I just hit that like, darn thing at 60 mile an hour, and he just got up and walked away. <laughs> there we See, go. Tim, that's the closest thing to a reptilian alien we're going to talk about today, apparently. <laughs> but I like because if the FCC is listening, they're the only ones left to me, you know, because we're talking about hey, alcohol and all they, animals. Like, all they got to so do. Says, he says, big, uh, big, uh, big alligator. <laughs> so at least they kept him awake. Hey. Hey, if they want to see reptilian, all they got to do is look at Hillary Clinton or Chuck Schumer. I mean, there's your reptilian. Oh, come on. Let's not go politics, please. I, I can't I can't even think about that stuff anymore. It's just gotten so nasty. You know? I'd, I'd like somebody to be non-biased. When I'm just saying. It's just, even local news doesn't do that anymore. They're either Sinclair or NBC owned. And, you know, so it's one or the other, even on the local news, you know. This guy got pulled over and he got arrested because he voted for Hillary Clinton in the last election. I mean, it's come to that. You know, I just can't go there anymore. I just can't. You know, I'm so bad. You know, uh, 
Yeah, we don't want to make people angry. Well, I, I saw a PETA bumper sticker the other day. That was pretty cool. I want one. What is it? It says it's PETA, P-E-T-A. Right? PETA. It's not the, P, it's not the P, PETA you're thinking of, the people, uh, uh, you know, with animals. Uh, uh, yeah, with the uh, this one said PETA, peating people eating tasty animals. Oh man! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> At least it's not politics. <laughs> I want one of those. <laughs> man! Wow. How about that? <laughs> How far down the rabbit hole have we gone here? Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it could another be. bump, another bumper sticker said, uh, "Hit me, I'm I'm not insured, but you are." <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite one is, and it's something I can't actually say, uh, considering our dear listeners at the FCC. But I'll kind of rephrase it if I can. Uh, it says, "Jesus loves you. Everyone else thinks you're a butthead, but it wasn't butthead. <laughs> it had something to do with butt." And something to do with, with the, let's say, geometry. <laughs> D D I O T C H sort of thing. Yeah, well, you know, uh, no, the bumper sticker wasn't wasn't politically correct, so oh. to speak. But you know, in honor of our friends at the FCC listening, I have to had to rephrase that last word. Still, my favorite bumper sticker though, because I know a lot of people like that. <laughs> Did it say B O yeah. B I O? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to get left-handed compliments like that. Yeah, using that was, same word, which I'll substitute with "butthead." <laughs> I was yeah. reading the other day. I kind of had to laugh. <laughs> it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but uh, they were uh, scientists and astrologers were were. Uh, I had to laugh after reading that. Said, Studying the rings around Uranus. Oh, right, right. Yes. <laughs> And it, and it, Apparently, Uranus has rings. Well, yeah, they're, they're not. It's, they're not all the way around the planet. They're partial rings. Well, that was and you know. I saw that. I said, "Is this a joke?" Or <laughs> so I had to read the story. So yeah. the, but your no, butthole but has actually, rings, huh? It actually does have merit, and it's Uranus, by the way. But it actually does have some merit. You know, my dad's best friend was the guy who who helped come up with the Big Bang Theory, the actual one, not the not the TV show, the actual Big Bang Theory. Uh, His name was Dr. Ralph Alpern. He yeah he told me that joke when I was like thirteen. You know, can you see? And I'll say Uranus. Can you see rings around Uranus? I can see rings around my Uranus. Yeah, yeah my Uranus. <laughs> uh, like that, you know. Again, we're we're keeping our friends at the FCC awake today. <laughs> But there is a thing to that, you know, because uh, the planet itself has is tilted in a way that doesn't make any sense. So they actually thought it was bombarded twice, you know, once to knock it out of its uh, stable uh, orbit or stable tilt, its axis. And another one came and just knocked it actually kind of upside down and sideways. So it affected the way that the rings uh, stay because the rings remain in orbit, even though the planet has tilted, uh, uh, you know, almost like 140 degrees. It's just like really, really strange. There's no reason for it to be in that tilt. And that's why the rings have become so fascinating. I mean, there's an actual thing to it. So I, I do know that. Cool. And yeah. And they might have extraterrestrials there. 
you know, at least to keep it in line with supernatural realm. I mean, you just never nice. know. You just never know. Yeah. Because we, yeah, I mean, we, we have like the Voyager, which is, is it the Voyager? The, uh, Star Trek. It, it, it was built like 30 years ago to see Jupiter and it's now oh, okay. uh, traveling outside of the solar yeah. system. It's Voyager one and two. They're out of the solar systems. <laughs> yeah. And Way so they, there. they did, you know, fl fly by there at least close enough to take a look at the rings. And that's what makes the rings actually fascinating today is because they learned enough about them and the planet and, and how it's situated, you know, they, th they think if there could be life anywhere, it would be Titan, which is what uh, one of Saturn's moons. Yeah, they, because they it, say Titan is is uh, a protoplanet or Earth in a frozen state. So yeah, but but its lakes are um, frozen uh, methane. You know, right. It's like li liquid methane, and and it rains there, but it rains methane. You know, it snows methane. Oh, we got to put a couple of gas pumps in there. You know. Yeah. But there could be, you know, if if you look at the state of the most successful uh, uh, kind of life on this planet, which is bacteria, you know, bacterium and viruses can survive just about anything. They've uh, actually tested them in space. They flew them out in space outside of the of the ship, and they survived. You know, not all of them, but there are certain species that. Put themselves yeah. in a state of suspended animation. It's kind of like a hibernation situation where they can survive space. So there could be bacterium here that that's not from here. We just don't know. I was reading another article that uh, the ISS has all kinds of stuff growing on it inside it now too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Helplessness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's also studies that show that the longer that these poor uh, folks stay in space. Uh, the more the bacteria in their body changes, you know. I mean, look, you got all these people eating this yogurt that has a bacteria in it that will enhance the bacteria in your stomach to protect the bacteria that is uh, not good uh, for your stomach, you know. And and some of it's E. coli. We got a lot of E. coli in our stomachs naturally to fight off things like salmonella or uh, bad E. coli. But in space... It's affecting these bacterium to the point where they can mutate and grow and become super bacteria and be the strongest thing in the astronaut's body, you know. So for people that are thinking about flying to Mars you know, for 40 years, you know, it's not it's not radiation that's going to be the problem in space for them. It's the way that does this zero gravity affects it. It's the way that the ionosphere and beyond affects it, you know. So it grows and mutates to the super bacteria. Hey, speaking you know? of ionosphere, <laughs> you want to take a break? Oh, yeah. Well, I think we've been in the ionosphere since we began today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so why not, man? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, are we doing it, brother? We're doing it right now. You are listening okay. to the Supernatural Realm Open Talk Conversation tonight. And if you would yeah. like to be part of this uh, 
wide range of topics. <laughs> wide range of topics, yeah. Today you're listening to the soup realm, the gravy realm, the animal torture realm, the lightning realm, what Doug had for dinner realm, <laughs> Uranus and rings realm. <laughs> and yeah, we covered our own paranormal stories for all the four minutes thus far. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about the religious realm if you guys like. You it's know? the potpourri realm, yeah. yeah. I'm talking everything today. You never know what subject's coming next, so stay with us, man. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to WCT.FM, talk radio like no other. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. At Armstrong, we're proud of the great customer service we provide. Our hard work has been nationally recognized. Armstrong has received the 2012 Best Customer Service Award for service excellence among independent cable operators. From our blue booties to our 24-7 support, our customer service sets us apart from other providers. That's the Armstrong experience. Armstrong. One wire. Infinite possibilities. What is the supernatural realm exactly? Why do people have paranormal or mystical experiences? There's some science behind it they're not looking at. Why do some people have negative encounters and others don't? What are the best methods to use and is there some new truth to them? We'll ask these questions on the hit radio show, Supernatural Realm with Tim Roxbury, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with your co-host Chip Reichenthal. Supernatural Realm, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7 to 9 Eastern, leading into Michael Vera's Late Night in the Midlands at 9, right here on WCETFM, because that's where the action is. You're listening to WCET.FM, talk radio like no other. God, I love the station. Things go bump in the night, it's more likely your plumbing acting up and your dead uncle paying you a visit. Call Roto-Rooter for fast 24-hour professional plumbing, sewer, and now water restoration services. Unlike some of those other plumbing companies, you don't have to be scared when you call Roto-Rooter for help. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Kindness Beyond the Veil, even in the darkest realms of mysteries, good things happen. Kind, even loving things. In the paranormal, psychic world, extraterrestrials, mystical healing, light workers, starseeds, things that have astounded us since the beginning of time, do have a Monday side to them. And we'll show you on Kindness Beyond the Veil, every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, with your host, Chip Reichenthal. Leading into Michael Vera's Late Night in the Midlands show at 9 Eastern, making Mondays worthy of looking forward to right here on WCETFM, because that's where the action is. And welcome back to the Supernatural Realm on www.latenightinthemidlands.com, all otherwise known as WCET.FM. 
and WCT 101.7 in Columbia Talk in Columbia, South Carolina. Well, we're back, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to be on here for another 45 minutes if the uh, severe storms and the tornadoes uh, permit us. So we are back. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, they permitted us so far. I, I don't know if that's fortunate or not. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about something. Oh, he put the call in line number in the WCET.FM chat. So if you're on the chat, and where can they find that, Tim? Uh, the number is 724-602-2826. 724-602-2826. And we got about 45 minutes left here on okay. the uh, on the show here. Hey, so I want to try Tuesday. something that's actually topical to the supernatural realm for a moment. Okay. Because we had a guy that was going to be here who got stuck on a train. It's a guy we love, you know. We're not blasting him for it. Trains happen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Trains happen all so the time. This, yeah. You know, buses happen, traffic happens, you know. Storms I, happen. I mean, yeah. the, the storms happen, you know. <laughs> Soup and gravy happen. <laughs> Brown happens, but, you know, it all happens. <laughs> but it, he was going to talk about something called CE5, which is uh, close encounters of the fifth kind. Uh, and the fifth kind is is the thing. I think it was Dr. Stephen Greer who who really uh, kind of started it in a way. Okay, it's people can uh, have communication with extraterrestrial beings at will. Um, and what they do first, it's it's good if you meditate. You know, meditation's good, but it's kind of like remote viewing where you send your signal out into the uh, the netherworld, into space, you know, and say what the, what planet you're on, uh, what continent of the planet you're on, what state in the continent that you live in, what township of that state, and, uh, and where it's located in the state that you are. And then you get down to your street, your home, and the whatever field you're standing in, so they know where you are. Mm-hmm. And can contact you, know, and it's happened. It occurred with a lot of people. It's, it's a big thing now. You can see it on YouTube. There's a lot of. It's called CE fives, okay. close encounters of the fifth kind, and and they they have people that do it, you know, and film it. Cool. So they send a signal out, and before you know it, you know, there's some sort of uh, unidentified flying object hovering overhead. You know, it actually works, but it, it's similar in a way to remote viewing because when you remote view. You know, you have to concentrate on the area in question, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you're trying to get secrets from a foreign government or something, <laughs> you know, which which they used to do, um, they would do that backwards and they would focus in on the area that they're looking to gather information from in that same way. What continent, you know, uh, 
or or country and what state or area of that country that you're in, what street, you know, what warehouse or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's how people would gather information. It has changed the mind of scientists and physicists, including ones we've had on this very show, Tim. Yeah. Uh, but they're doing it backwards. They're they're having other forces find them by doing kind of a backward remote viewing thing. And it's been kind of a thing and and our our uh, the, the guest we would have had on can kind of do it at will. Uh, you can see videos of it because he posts videos of it, you know. And and sometimes you can actually see, see you know, and blue. With, your, yeah. with your own eyes that, that, that this kind of thing worked. You know, it's, it's, it's not something that uh, just anyone should try, especially anyone that has some sort of actual legitimate fear toward these things. Mm -hmm. Not a good idea, you know. But it's something that you have to really focus in on your heart, you know. Your heart actually has more uh, electricity than the brain does. And a lot of people don't know that. You know, the brain has synapses. And, you know, it's electrical firings of brain cells uh, that carry information chemically and energetically uh, to the consciousness or the body. You know, but the heart actually has a much higher electrical signal than the brain does. And keep in mind, we're 85 percent water, you know, so we are electric and we are very electric. We have that electromagnetic energy that surrounds us. But it is a thing. You think you'll try it now, Tim? I might. Yeah, I might try it. About you, huh? you of all people could because, you know, that that area of Pennsylvania that you're in, <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. <laughs> it just does. Yeah. You see Bigfoot yet there, Tim? No, I haven't. I haven't seen anything like that yet. Mm. But we do I don't I don't know anybody who's ever actually seen seen one. Maybe they've seen one from a distance and think it could have been that. But to see one or to photograph one. I know we have would be we, a, Yeah, we have we have a an entity no, which the is dog known, boy? yeah known as the uh, butler uh, gargoyle. Oh, the gargoyle. Yeah. So this is an actual thing. It's not like uh, it's, those it's, gargoyles on 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 buildings from that were built in the 1700s or something. Now this is almost like alien uh, esque with wings. Mm. It's, it's interesting. Insane. Yeah. You know, gar gargoyle is actually an offshoot of uh, the eaves uh, that were designed and built. In the court of King Henry VIII in the early 1500s, you know, they were like, it was the heads of people hanging off the walls over the dinner table or these chambers or any room that the, it was public to kind of spread the message that anything you say eventually would get back to the ears of the king. Mm -hmm. And that's why that's where the term eavesdroppers came from. Gargoyles were like a mythic offshoot of those. Right. At least on buildings, but yeah. actual gargoyles—that's got to be like a Pennsylvania thing. <laughs> Must be because I've never—I just recently heard about you know Brian Seach. He's a local. Uh, sure. Crypt, well, we had Brian Seach here. Yeah, cryptozoology guy. So. Yeah, it was very good. And you got to meet him at the Butler County Paranormal thing. Yeah, the uh, paranormal conference. Right okay, here. paranormal yeah. conference. Yeah. Yeah, it was in April. So, yeah. Which is cool. We know Doug has alligators. I don't think he's got gargoyles over there. See, got things there. called the swamp thing. Oh yeah. Oh, the swamp. oh sure. Oh swamp, especially in Louisiana. 
Yeah, ain't got a lot of swamp there. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But you would think, you know, I mean, Louisiana, I mean, especially like the, how far are you from New Orleans? Oh, about 25 miles via interstate. Oh, see, that's close. Because there's all the history of the voodoo and, and things like that. A lot of strange things that have occurred in uh, what the, the uh, in uh, New, New Orleans proper, you know, where the, all the celebrations take place, you know, French Quarter, and that, a lot of stories. What kind of stories have you heard, Don or Cece? Have you heard anything, any stories with people you've ran, ran into, Donna? Yeah, mystical things, voodoo things, you know, the uh, strange happenings in the French Quarter. No, but, but if you uh, take a carriage ride uh, on a horse, you know, they, they'll, they'll put you in a carriage and they'll take you through the French Quarter and they'll, they'll uh, take you down the streets where all where the strange people, stuff happened. The people lived, you know, like uh, pirates and, and uh, who's that gal? We'll put the spell. Who sang? That's a Redbone sang it. What was her name? I have no idea. I'd have to go look it up because <laughs> it mentions her name in there. Oh, yeah. uh, oh that voodoo, voodoo, voodoo. Uh, that one? Yeah, the carriage rides will take you right by her little place she had there. Wow. Yeah, there were some good movies about New Orleans back in the 80s, but they all starred Kevin Spacey. We can't watch Kevin Spacey films anymore. You know, there's a thing on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I miss him, though. Boy, he was a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give him that. I enjoyed those movies, you know. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Kevin Spacey movies. But. Oh, man. Well, you know, you, you'd have to be ashamed to watch them these days, but they were good. Oh, yeah. At Mid Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, one of them took place in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, a couple of, couple of films he did that were New Orleans-based. And, you know, kind of detective-y things where strange stuff happened. You know. Wow, there's another conversation killer right there. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do those on radio, man. No, you, you gave me brain sludge, so I'm I'm, I'm looking up uh, uh, Redbone, uh, which queen in New Orleans, because you gave me oh. brain sludge. Which Rain queen sludge. New Orleans, yeah. You know? I talked to some people that were voodoo practitioners, you know, some from Haiti. And they, it's just like when you talk to people in covens or witchcraft, they, they say it's a, a, almost a, a religion of sorts because they're very uh, loving of the elements, you know, earth, air, wind, fire, uh, or water, you know, earth, air, water, fire. But yeah, and, and you talk to voodoo practitioners, and they're they're extremely religious. They're they're very dogmatic. They're almost like you know they'll they'll say most of the time it's to do favors for other people. Yeah, you know, for curses are very rare. Yeah, but I have seen they, people that believe they had a curse, and and uh, to me it's a self. Uh, I don't believe in curses myself. I don't believe I will be susceptible to them. They believe in you know if you if you treat a someone someone negative it it'll come back on you fivefold. Uh well uh, threefold actually. Threefold, yeah. yeah, threefold. Yeah, yeah. and it's a it, it's a, it's a cycle of karma. 
Yeah. It's like, that's why, you know, if you do good things for people, you know, but not because, you know, you want to stand out or not for any manipulative purpose, just for the sake of doing it. You know, that comes back around too, you know, yeah. and it, but at least it puts you in the frame of mind where that's what you expect. That's what you look forward to. It's, it's love-based thinking, not fear-based thinking, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, it helps a lot of people on their path to self-healing, you know, it's, it's good for the body and good for the mind, good for the soul. You know, if you if you do, and I don't want to say random acts of kindness. That sounds so hippie-ish, but I mean, you know, you, you do ch charitable things for people. You know, you got friends or neighbors that are down on their luck. You know, you help them out, and someday when you're down on your luck, they'll help you out. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's just, uh, and we, we talk to alternative healers all the time. You know, who believe that you know, we we are capable of healing ourselves. It, it came up uh, last night. Shows, yeah. Shameless plug, kindness, kindness beyond the veil last night. Where you know, if you're in the frame of mind, we talked to a woman who had severe bouts of depression, and she heals herself through kindness, through doing good things for other people. Because even if you're in this muck and wallowing and uh, depression or anxiety. That so many of our friends and listeners are going through yeah. at this very moment. You know, it's like life is like a picture. You know, you look at a picture of yourself and you go, well, I don't like my hips in that picture. And, <laughs> That's and if, what we have a tendency to do. But if and, you say, I like my smile, you know, I like my one eyebrow. Boy, that's good. You know, I like the way my eyes are beaming. You know, if, if you see the good in, in things. Uh, regarding our everyday rather than the what it should have could is for, you know, reliving all the things that went wrong, you know, then suddenly life gets better. I've heard you stories know? where people who are vampires or psychic vampires, mm -hmm. when, when they're sick or when they're not feeling well, they drink blood and it, it cures them. It makes them better. Wow. I'm not See, wanting to do that. Personally, but, yeah. because the body would reject it you know the body is designed to reject drinking blood yeah you know anybody that actually does it is inclined to to, to vomit yeah. you know because the body can't handle it it's very very bad for the mm -hmm. system so that doesn't make sense to me personally I, I you know but of course i'm not a big blood drinker maybe people get used I mean, to it after a while there's people that you know like it's not on my bucket list of things to do before I die. Let's but just people, say, yeah. people eat their steaks medium rare. That's like eating blood. Well, but yeah, but it's not human. Mm. You know, I, I mean that that's that's another thing altogether. And and sometimes because they have like steak tartare, which is uh, rare, you know, with sauce on it. Yeah. But even then, they have to if they're if they're responsible as cooks making this tartare, or if you eat seafood, you know that's raw, raw, raw clams or whatever, they still have to be refrigerated a certain amount, you know, yeah. to keep the bacteria away. It's between forty and one hundred and forty degrees is the danger area, so it really has to be refrigerated at at thirty two degrees. It has to be pretty pretty steady at under forty degrees um, before you serve it. Yeah. Because if you keep this rare meat or these raw clams in room temperature for too long, you know, within 25 to 40 minutes, they're technically worthless or te technically tainted. Yeah. yeah. And there are many states, including mine here in New York, where, you know, the health, it's a health code violation. 
Yeah. If they, you know. Yeah. I used we, to, we can ask Michelle about that when she's on in July. About that. Yeah. You're drinking the blood to, to heal you. Yeah. Uh, Why I, they I do just, that if it works it, for them or what? It doesn't make sense to me. You know, it, it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, because, I, I mean, technically it could make you very sick. Yeah. I mean, could, because any psychic vampire that I met, I've met a couple, you know, self-professed. Okay. In my day. And they're just nasty. <laughs> we can go back to that word from that bumper sticker that I couldn't mention. You know, that's what they do. Or around here, we've got dark witches, you know. Yeah. They're really warlocks or dudes, you know. But, you know, so they have their little circle of uh, their local coven or whatever. And they got guys that just, you know, will will do spells, dark spells on people just because they can, including and especially people in their circle. Yeah. You know, new people, you know, just because they're that kind of person, you know, there's that kind of person out there. Even kindness beyond the veil guy knows that, you know, Mr. Kindness himself. You just don't hang around. Cece, <laughs> yeah. got any anything to say or opinions on that vampirism, as they call it? Oh, thunder! Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you a blood drinker there, Doug? No, but I know you drink Red Bull. Well, yeah, but there's no blood in that. It's actually got uh, a rare amino acid in it, and uh, a day's su- supply of. Uh, I think it's like calcium or something. It's got a couple of vitamins in it. Technically, in a way, it's good for you. And it keeps you awake. <laughs> so I do like that stuff. But it does. It has a rare amino acid. Pantothenic acids, rare amino acids, is hard to get from food. So they're actually good for you. See, I should really get them to sponsor my show. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really lightning and thundering out there now, man. Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't pay too much attention to it, man. The less you know, the better, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> Makes for exciting radio, though. Tim's going to watch out the window for lightning. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, we got some purple coming through now. It's pretty nasty out there. Well, look, you know, I mean, we've only got, what, 15 minutes or so to go. So, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, psychic vampires. Man, oh, man. You know, there's always people toxic to you, uh, but it's been that kind of year where they seem to uh, evaporate from your environment, you know. <laughs> I heard that one. Going, yeah. They kind of jumped there for a second. I saw the lightning. Yeah. Like my, two in a row. I have yeah. battery backup on my power here, so it, it did go out for a split second. All right. Well, you, you know, don't, don't give it, to, don't pay too much attention at the moment. And, you know, CC, did you hear that? Did you hear that beep? You hear that beep, CC? Yeah, beep. No. no. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. All right. Gee, we were actually talking about supernatural rum things for a minute there, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until this this crap started coming through. Well, yeah. I got I got Witch Queen in New Orleans uh, queued up if you want to hear it to kill time. Yeah, let's hear it. Why not? Okay, I won't be able to hear it, but go ahead. You might hear it on CC's end. Yeah. Let's hope we got it. (laughs) 
She'll put a spell on you. Woohoo! Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, I technically made witches so feared, and especially, you know, back in the 1600s, 1500s, uh, and in medieval times. Because back then they had, you know, like Merlin and, you know, wizards and things of that nature that could actually do something to manipulate matter or the state of people. Uh, with using props or tools, if you will. But witches could do it just by thinking about it. They could send these things remotely and impede upon the free will of other people. That's what made them so much more feared than any other kind of alchemist or magician. Yeah, Even in medieval times. There's some supernatural topic for you. There you go. But that's the thing, and psychic vampires too. They're trying to impede upon the free will of someone else, you know. And there are prices to be paid for that sort of thing. There is. Yeah. It, it's hard booking witches on shows because real witches don't talk about that stuff. It's like magicians. There's a code, you know. Hey, how would you make that rabbit jump out of a hat? You know, they'll never tell you. They can't. It's a code, you know, so... Witches have the same kind of thing. Yeah. But in order to do white magic, you still have to know gray magic and black magic mm-hmm. in order to do white magic appropriately. So even white magicians have to know all the other stuff, especially to know when someone's doing it upon them. Right. You know? That's true. Because they're in a network of people that, that do have, you know, uh, uh, black magic practitioners to mm-hmm. just do it for the sake of doing it, you know, it's a kind of a, a God thing, you know, they, they want to have that kind of power over others, you know, to make up their, for their own inner weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's why it's hard to book witches for guests. Yeah. It'll be interesting for sure. Yeah. 
And I, I, I did have somebody once who was was locked in and retired from it. Oh yeah. And did did yeah, was a practitioner for about twenty years and then just stopped doing it, you know. Because you know, I guess she didn't see the benefits of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, even still, and had to always worry about the the karma thing yeah. coming around, you know, or you know, being in a network of people that do black magic and would, you know, or may do it upon them, you know. So that's kind of a thing. So there you go so to honor the uh, the gist of that song. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's nice to know these things. It is. You know, and it brings, you know, Salem to mind. See, I'll never go to Salem. I passed through it once, you know, driving through Massachusetts, but I didn't go into town, you know, didn't take the exit. I got, you know, something about that actually repels me. I, I the can't. The energy go. I can handle, I don't think. Yeah. Well, there's been times, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of lakes and rivers and oceans. And I was in one, uh, this this body of water. I'm not even sure which which one it is uh, that goes between Buffalo and and Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. It was this huge body of water, and just standing by it scared the living uh, Jesus out of you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. It could be a past life thing. I think that's why some people are afraid of heights because they might have uh, died in a past life from falling. You know. Or, or spiders, maybe they got bitten or had the plague, you know, in a past life. That's always been kind of my theory. I can't test it. <laughs> it's like Thomas Fusco would say, <laughs> you know, only the stuff you can prove. But, yeah, I mean, there's been certain certain things that actually creep me out. Or certain things, you know, one's mystically adhered to you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah queen queen elizabeth the current queen in england uh and you know throughout the, that whole kingdom uh her father uh george the sixth the stuttering king for some reason I, I i'm very attached to him oh yeah grieve grieve him even yeah king henry the eighth too wow it feels it feels like you know we were there you know my wife the same thing so I gotta, I gotta go over and see Great Britain sometime, you know. Road tripped him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Timmy's focused on his lightning, so. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'll fine. Just randomly just, talk about stuff. There, there, Maybe. there was this guy. There was a, a tornado near, um, uh, Shepherd that Air Force Base in Ohio. But anyways, there's there's this meteorologist that was on TV, and the um, <laughs> the viewers wanted to go back to watching a Bachelorette, and the and the oh, the, boy. the meteorologist broke in and said about the about the tornado that was that was in the in the area, you know. And he basically yeah. told them that you know he's not going to go back to the Bachelorette. Yeah, know, right. I hope back. he had a rose with them at least. I <laughs> <laughs> would have been nice. Hey, I'm giving viewers. I'm giving you this rose. Yeah. They didn't care so, about the tornado that was in their backyard. They wanted to watch The Bachelorette, for God's sake. Well, yeah, there's some, yeah, and we get it. Yeah, and I understand why they do that. But I, you know, but when they cut into your favorite show, it's like, dude, just shut up. I know there's a storm outside. You know, if I have to take shelter, I'll take shelter. But I want to watch my show. 
know. Never know. They might have a TV down in the storm shelter. <laughs> yeah. Well, these, you know, sometimes these storms come right at prime time or something, you know. Or it's like as if the storm knows that your favorite show is going to be cut in with meteorologists, you know. So <laughs> that, in some ways, that's worse than the storms. Yeah, it was where Wright Patterson is, actually, in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. And they have minute by minute, you know. Yeah. And in five minutes, it's going to be in this town. And in 10 minutes, it's going to be in this town. And in 10 minutes, it's going to be in this town. And they keep following. And when they're out of your town, it's like, put the darn bachelorette back on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're out of my area. You're not even in our region anymore. Yeah. Just shut up, man. I posted, on, to, I posted yeah. the video on Facebook. It was kind of funny. Yeah. And sometimes these guys change subjects like we did throughout this broadcast, you know, and they start talking about random stuff. And when you would just want to see your show, you know. Anything goes here tonight. That's the nice thing about the premium, you know, HBO and Showtime and Stars, you know, like that. They don't have meteorologists button in. <laughs> so nobody's going to interrupt your Game of Thrones. They wouldn't dare, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let me see Speaking of can... which, you know, they actually had, you know, there was a big news report about how they have counselors for people uh, to console them after Game of Thrones ended, you know, especially if they were horrified by if their favorite character got killed in the last season, you know. Uh, it affected people to the point where, you know, uh, communities were, were having, you know, psychologists and, and counselors <laughs> available to them. Oh, really? Yeah, to console them from Game of Thrones, you know. Personally, I, I, you know, it wasn't my favorite show. My wife watches it, so kind of by proxy, I have to, I guess, sometimes. You know, and it's a sh it's just everybody betrays everybody. Any character you get attached to is going to be somehow tortured, betrayed, or killed. <laughs> what? Where's the fun in that, you know? I'm trying to find feel-good stuff, man. Yeah. I'm watching these nasty shows where they do random sweet things to people. It almost brings me to tears because, you know, they, somebody actually did something sweet for somebody. <laughs> here's, here's, here's it's, the, it's like against the law, you know. Here, here's the, uh, the report from the weather and the weatherman in uh, John Levine in Ohio. Here's, here's the report in Dayton. Heavy rain is between you and the tornado. That's why this is a dangerous situation tonight. It's dark. It's also rainy. Uh, I was just checking social media. We have viewers complaining already. Just go back to the show. No, we're not going back to the show, folks. This is a dangerous situation, okay? It's nice, right? Think about this. This was your neighborhood. I'm sick and tired of people complaining about this. Our job here is to keep people safe, and that is what we're going to do. Some of you complain that this is all about my ego. Stop. It's not. Okay, just stop yeah. right now. It's not. I'm, I'm done with you people. I really am. This is pathetic. Wow. You know what? And and uh, Actually, in, his, in his defense, I will say that there were some very, very uh, terrible storms in Ohio at mm -hmm. that time where people died. You know, yeah. houses got destroyed. You know, uh, I mean, city blocks got pummeled. So I have to defend him for doing that because yeah. he's talking about tornado. He's not talking about a severe thunderstorm where it's like, okay, there's lightning and it's going to flood a little bit, you know? Well, it's Wednesday. That, yeah. I mean, that happens, you know? Uh, but that was, he was talking about very serious storms yeah. at that time. And I will say that in his defense. 
Actually, their mandated TV stations, radio stations are do, supposed to do the emergency broadcasts. Yeah, it's a public when, service. In an emergency, they're mandated yeah. to do that. So yeah, they know. are. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's a municipal thing, but it's also public service. And and on major, uh, unlike local networks, you know, your local uh, news networks. Yeah, it, it's it's part of law. Because yeah. you know they're in there for the well-being of their community. It, yeah. It's like Safety police officers yeah. that sacrifice their lives for their community, and you know get all sorts of crap from everybody because they're police officers. Right. They're risking their lives to keep you safe, to make your neighborhood better, to try to make your neighborhood better. You know, meteorologists, especially in very serious storms, you know, tornadoes, hurricanes, things of that nature. You know, it's a public service. I, it's I, actually in the contract of each and every one of these local networks, including radio, mm. to, for public service. You know, if they don't do enough hours of public service, including you know public service announcements and stuff as commercials and things of that nature, <coughs> they, they lose funding. Yeah, he he <laughs> so, he was being more polite than I probably would have been, but yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's kind of unusual, you know, for any meteorologist to kind of. Go have like that. A, a hissy fit like that, but this was a grave situation, truly, uh, that that he was dealing with, and and more important than the Bachelorette, I will say, because people lost lives in those storms, you know. So I'm I'm rooting for him. I think it's kind of cool that he did. <laughs> so, that yeah. was, they, that they was can me. always watch the repeat. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's been, that's been my dream job, meteorologist. You know, you can be wrong every, every day. Every day. You can do every a day terrible of the job, and you you make tons of money for it. You and know? you still get it. You still like have that. your job at the end. I hope this guy still had his job, but you know, he didn't go. He didn't go overboard. Well, because he did the right thing, and and he he was really forced to defend it. I'm sure he was getting a lot of emails. It's nice he can multitask like that. He was and getting when flack on Twitter. He was getting flack on Twitter. reading social media. <laughs> You know, should be paying attention to the radar, but still. You These know, people I, were attacking I, him on Twitter for, you know, for. Of course. Well, you know, Bachelorette is like an addiction for a lot of people, you know. Jeez. It's that it's that train wreck, you know. We, we had a guest today that would have shown up if you were on a train, so it's fair to talk about <laughs> train wrecks, you know. It's related <laughs> to the supernatural realm <laughs> here. So, you know, but people like train wrecks. We slow down at car accidents so we can see if anybody, you know, d died or something. Hey, Cece, you got a train wreck song over there? We got tons of train wrecks here. Uh, you know, I'm I'm in the train political. No. I'm in the no, capital. I was thinking about state. maybe closing out with Witchy Woman by the Eagles. <laughs> that might work. Yeah. It, I'll it's queue it up be, if you want me to. It's going to sure. be time soon enough, Timmy. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it, it it's true. I mean, you know, it, it's tough to be on the wrong end of nature. We we don't expect it. Nobody does. You know, we all think of ourselves as invincible. So when major storms come and tear our houses down and take all of our property away, then we have to deal with governments who are not going to help us. Insurance companies are not going to help us. You know, renters who can't help us. You know, food shelters that are overwhelmed you know it's a it's a tough place to be i i so i yeah i gotta defend that guy yeah definitely yeah but i'm it's kind of cool you you played that <laughs> yeah 
it's a little very, more. Very there was a little more to it, but you guys got the gist of it. If you think about it, it's even more dramatic than The Bachelorette would have been. Yeah, it is, actually. I know there's a lot of crazy dudes on that. You know, I've seen clips from that on some of the entertainment shows, and I'm like, man, that's a mess. I say these dudes are crazy, man. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to watch that. Yeah. I I wouldn't want to fall in love on television, personally. No, no. no. (laughs) It's kind of, you know, it's a bit dirty laundry. Even the best part of your life can be... You know, uh, good, you know, uh, thanks to our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they create these messes, man. I don't know where they find these people. I'll, I'll never be one of them. I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not a reality TV guy. There's very few shows I could watch. The Maury Popovich uh, show and the other ones. Oh, uh, I actually like this one where Flava Flav from Public Enemy was, like a bit the bachelor. I remember you know? that, yeah. Yeah. And he had all these girls and they were a mess and they, it was fun though. It was funny. There was humor involved. There was craziness, but it was funny at the same time. Yeah. So there was at least that. You know? And then a couple of seasons of The Bachelor, I think I watched, you know. Uh and yeah, I'll say that out loud. <laughs> I watched Dancing with the Stars before. Yeah, I'll say that out loud. You know, it's, it's one of these things you're almost embarrassed to say <laughs> out out loud or admit to people. You know? I can't believe no one called in tonight, man. Oh well, that's to be expected. Well, I mean, you know, I don't think anybody has a good recipe for gravy, or you know, <laughs> <laughs> or soup for that gonna, matter. That, that's why that. I that's why I showed you my Tony Satchery's Rumex. <laughs> that's what I yeah. use. Yeah, you there shake you go. it. <laughs> it's got Rumex. Yeah, yeah, that's cheating too, man. Yeah, it's butter and flour. You do the best you can with it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, so, call it the, uh, the change the show name to the food realm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the food realm, the weather yeah. realm, the 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 uh, yeah. Well, the good club, news is Tim, club realm, you know. Times times almost up. Well, you made it all the way through without getting your lightning blasting out yeah. our signal. So that's good. See, so you can say that. That's it. You know? Somebody you can think of it as uh, well. Well, but you make it the supernatural realm thing by saying you know it's it's divine intervention. Man, it's a Somebody. miracle. Angels have stopped the lightning from coming in and blasting your computer and our signal off the air. There it is. When they really should have, probably. (laughs) (laughs) My candle here smells like, smells like. uh, Oh, there you go. Hey, Doug, cue up. What's that smell by Leonard Skinner now? (laughs) What's that smell? I got the parody. Did you know? Speaking of, that's that's a supernatural. Can't you smell that smell? Do you know what it was about? Ooh, that smell. You know what smell they were talking about? No. Yeah, when it came out, we all thought it was cocaine, you know, because cocaine smells great and makes you feel so much better. Was it marijuana? (laughs) No, it was the lead singer who ultimately did die. I think it was Ronnie Van Zandt. Uh, uh, The smell of death followed him because he was reckless in life and people knew that he was on the path to to, to dying young. You know, they, everybody around it knew it. So it was the smell of death that surrounded oh, him. That makes sense, yeah. That's that's what that song is actually about. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was kind of a premonition to the truth. Yeah, because death smells. Uh, well, I can't describe it. It's it does. Yeah, let's just say it's well, yeah, worse than bad. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's actually somebody who is dead. That has an odor of, of its own, right? That they just it. figured, yeah, this guy is walking a path to death. He he knew he was going to die young. Everybody around him knew he was going to die young, because he was reckless in everything he did. He lived life to the fullest, but in a reckless manner. Yeah. So and they said that smell of death followed him wherever he went. Go ahead and cue it up, CC. We're about out of time here. Yeah. Okay, it lasts four minutes. Okay. Well, starting now. Might Char- be over time. Yeah, might have to cut it yeah. off. At the yeah. End. Our guest on Thursday is Charles Beaver. Stay tuned. Tuesday, Thursday, 79 p.m. Eastern, right here on WCT.FM. Triple yeah, W. And he late doesn't take trains, so it'll be good. We love you all for listening, for bearing with us in this storm here. <laughs> take it away, CC. Listening to WCET.FM, your talk station. Good night, everybody. God bless. Take care. And uh, be sure to tune in Thursday when we have Charles Beaver. Good night, everybody.